Hey people, we are back, and on this episode, I spent Fat Tuesday with Bender only and me recording episode 256. Uh, we go all over the place. We had a real good time just talking about a whole bunch of different pop culture, drinking a couple of beers, and generally just, you know, entertaining ourselves. Hopefully it entertains you as well. If so, please hit that rate, share, like, subscribe, whatever that button is that, that makes us better. Comment. Comment helps the algorithms. Even if you're shitting on us, more comments, the better. I don't mind. I'll wipe it off. I'm a big boy. Um, so, yeah. So do all that stuff, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode, and, and you should hear it a little bit after the bomb goes off, which is normally right here. All right, uh, I'm going to be honest with you right up front. I really don't did not type up or write anything down. Um, that said, I have watched a lot of stuff here lately. Me too. So we're just going to jump right into it. And- I, uh, I got that thing. Uh, that we talked about when we were drunk about movies being too long. I grabbed a list of uh, super long or move, best nine, 90 minute movies. Okay. The and best 90 minute movies yeah. are movies that don't involve Kevin Costner. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we're back. Uh, this episode is recording a day late. I'm going to get into that here just a bit. I, I just thought you kicked me off. And, yeah, I did. Well, I did. And then today I felt guilty about it, so I invited you back. Uh, but no. Uh, this is just me and John. I think this is episode two fifty six. Uh, so say hi, John. Hey. Uh, see, that was your that was your uh, alley oop for the the old school cliche joke. You were supposed to say hi, John. Uh, uh, you missed it. You missed it. You missed I did. dad jokes. I'm just, uh, but it's no been a long day, bro. So what happened is last night was the first night back at keeper training, and I kind of forgot about that. And mm-hmm. then I'd also invited our Ken Calcaterra reached out and asked if he you know if we w- would do a podcast together again couple weeks ago and i said yeah let's do it on this day and he texted me he goes hey i'm on my way and i'm like oh shit Ooh, i'm out shit. of rush you're a real dead but that said i did purchase the brand new board game from funko called warriors the survival game oh i saw movie. you post that picture yeah and i did reach out to ken and if you can make it great if not i gotta find some players uh maybe we'll do an episode for um on a Sunday, this coming up Sunday, and uh, Ken said he might film it or help film it. I can't do this Sunday. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, and if we do, we'll you know it'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and we'll, then we'll do a you know a uh, YouTube episode. And, oh, that'd be awesome. And then just do the the I commentary. Played release. a board game in a long time. I got a bunch of new ones. I know, man. <laughs> like we got a, a ton over here. Well, they're hidden right now, but I've got a ton of Around them. That drywall play. that's never getting. Yeah, up. I know. <laughs> I got it. Well, what happened is I cut it down. Then I was ready to put it up, and I literally, it's a half inch too wide, oh. and I've been dreading cutting a half inch off of that. The whole thing? Yeah, just that whole length. Ugh. I know. I was like, how did I, I, I should measure twice, cut once. Yeah, at least uh, you didn't cut yourself. Yeah. I always cut myself. No, that is not good. Uh, but anyway, so that's why we're here on a day late. We don't have any, uh, no Jay, no Tommy, but Tommy and I did. Uh, did you guys meet up on Sunday? We did. Uh, nice. And I gave him a real hard time for the Persino idea. Persinos or whatever, however you pronounce it. Oh, it's nice, though. Yeah, but it's not a soccer bar. It's not, but it, you know he's a fancy boy. Yeah, but ben, he goes, you know, me, me and Bender once watched the soccer, some soccer there. I think everybody thought we were on a date. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I said, I go, but I go, I still, that, that doesn't do it for me. I go, because you look at it, you know it's not a bar. But they're what the soccer games are on. Okay, the Bloody Marys are good. Well, that's what he said. He goes, and their breakfast was good. He said my thought was more about their breakfast. And then when you told me it was on ESPN Plus, I was like, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. So they reached out to Hat Tricks, 
And they were going to do it for them. But then the Corner Pub, which is a great place, too. I don't think I've been there. Uh, it's the same owners as the Shack. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's yeah, right yeah. there by I know what you're talking about. Um, and so we, we went there. They let us in 30 minutes early. Tom and I got there about 1025 before the place opened. And then his, uh, his buddy got there, and there was already a line waiting. So we had to hop over the fence and come in the back door. And the management knew it. They were like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. they go, we cannot bring him through the front door. That's uh, cool. And then, uh, and then his neighbor, I believe Bryce or Brian, Bryce. I don't think I've met his neighbor. Uh, he seems like a cool dude. He came. So we watched uh, the Chelsea Liverpool game. It was a three people rooting for Chelsea and then, then Tommy. Yeah. And it was maybe one of the best 0 0 games I've ever seen. Cool. Uh, but then, and I posted on uh, Facebook about this, Mindy was the by far the, the keeper for Chelsea was the player of the match. Mm. He made unbelievable save after unbelievable save. On the second overtime, about three minutes left, they subbed him out for Keppa, who they is who they like to use in the shootouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go to shootouts. And so they take Mindy out, the guy who's been the best player on the field, yeah. and put in Keppa. And in the shootout, neither keeper makes a save. It goes all the way through the 10-man mm-hmm. roster, gets down to the keeper. Liverpool's keeper buries it. And Keppa, the guy who subbed in for Mindy, sailed one about as good as an American field goal nice. up over. And I was like, if I'm Mindy, I go smoke my coach right now. <laughs> and I get it. That's They've won games yeah. going this strategy. That sucks, though. But he had the hot hand. He yeah. was literally per the, the 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 TV coverage the man of the match. Yeah. He was the best player of the day, and he didn't get a chance to play any overtime. Yeah, that's or, well, in the kick, the shootout. Yeah, that's I'd, shitty. Yeah, that's over managing right there. Yeah, but uh, no, we had a good time though. We we probably tied tied one on pretty good. I mean, I think we had five beers. I bought his stuff because I missed yeah. his birthday, and then I. Uh, I come home and took a nice, healthy one-hour nap. There you go. Yeah, yeah I was going to go, but then Jeremiah had his first game of the season. I sat outside in, like, the 20-degree weather, and I was like, I'm just I'm so cold and It tired. got really sunny and pretty, though. It did, but not at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. No, and by the time the game was over, I couldn't feel my feet, and I was just like, I, I just need to go home and relax. Uh, I went out with him on Friday, and I met his brother for the first time and Maddie? his sister. Yeah, I've, been, I've never met his sister, but I've met Maddie a couple times. Yeah. I've, I've hung out with Maddie in a... Uh, pay-per-view situation yeah. three times. Super now. nice guys. First time I met him, yeah. and uh, his sister's really nice too. She and he may go by Matthew or Matt, but but Tommy calls him Matty. Matty yeah. So that that's just yeah. my only way I know him. And I was joking around with him. I was like, so Tom got the full blast of the old uh, salt and pepper hair, huh? Yeah. Matt still holds on to a little bit of it. Yeah, he's not a bad looking dude. Yeah. He's got the got nice head of hair, and yeah, he's got the full hair, but he's got like uh, he's salt and pepper, and he's got a little bit of brown in there, dirty brown yeah. in there, dirty blonde. Whatever See, you say. He, it's I tell you what, he's got he's got a hair that's fading just enough that no one would notice yeah. if he just for mend it. Yep, like yep, Tom yep. cannot. No, no, no. No, we'd all show up and we'd be like, whoa, uh, Count Dracula. What's going on? <laughs> and I, when I first met Tom like 10 years ago, he was a little more uh, salt and pepper. He's, yeah, he's more salt when, now. When we started sure. this podcast six years ago, <laughs> the first time he guessed it, he had way more dark hair. Yeah, I yeah. had two kids in the time that he's been on this show or you've known him, we'll do that to you. Yeah, so I was giving him a little uh, shit about that, but we had a good time. I met him up at uh, uh, Cyberg's. Oh yeah, how did Cyberg's were, go? It was good. We just oh, had you, a didn't go to, you didn't go to... No, I had volleyball with the boys, so... And I finished that and shot over there. And by the time I got over there, Jay didn't end up going. No, he but, uh, he he was at Top Golf and he did not go to Cybergs. It was fun. That. There was a nice political argument. Uh, oh, I didn't boy. get in. I didn't get into it. But it was him and his uh, how, brother-in-law. How did you not get in it? I just 
I just uh, you saw your audience. I just and you're like stabbed myself in the leg with these, a butter knife. These people don't know me. <laughs> I need to be on my best behavior. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not going to get into politics, but I do have a politics sort of slanted story. Yeah. Uh, here we are, sitting on the eve of World War Three, and uh, you know, yeah. I, uh, I I randomly. You know, for those that don't know, uh, I love the show Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. But there's been like 13 seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in a long They time. started on Crackle, and then they moved over to Netflix, mm-hmm. and then Netflix picked up some of the old Crackle ones and has, has released them as kind of like best ofs each yeah. season. Uh, so I, I've only watched, like I watched the last, the Netflix seasons front to back. Well, the, but then I, I was like, you know what? I've never went back and watched these old seasons, so... I went back, uh, Missy and I, uh, I think I, I was sitting here, it was yesterday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and I put on the Barack Obama one. Oh, yeah. And here's my thing, and I'm not getting into a political debate. I don't want to do that. We're going to get into a conversation about personalities. Mm-hmm. You cannot, if you, I don't give a fuck how much chewing and fucking Confederate flag waving you do, if you were to close your eyes and just listen to that interview, I defy you to not like that guy. No, he's the charming human being. And Very smart as hell. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And just, you know, it, I was like, I told uh, Missy, I was like, it's, yeah, again, I don't want to go too political, but it's baffling that we went from this guy to the most asshole, the guy. egotistical <laughs> guy. I don't think he's dumb. I think yeah. he clearly is a brilliant marketing mind. Yeah. Uh, but... Certainly the biggest asshole that we've ever seen, like we've ever really yeah, seen. Us, there might yeah. have been asshole presidents. Nixon may have been. Lyndon B. Johnson may have been. I don't was, know. Was, wasn't B. Johnson the one who used to make people like sit in the bathroom with him? I don't know. He had the biggest dick, apparently. Yeah, yeah. that was it. He, he used to like there's a rec- call you in while he's like taking a shit or piss and There's stuff. a recorded phone call with him calling uh, the... Uh, um, what what's what's uh Dockers the Docker company calling the oh, yeah. head of the guy like I need you to I need to take but you gotta you gotta take out the crotch area because it, <laughs> it just it really bunches up my, uh, my manhood or whatever he said it's a great conversation That's hearing hilarious. him talk about how much of his nuts are cramped because yeah. of his big old Johnson literally Johnson <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, but anyway so I don't but we certainly there was no. TV like there is no, for no, Trump. No, no. I mean, Trump is the definition of a social media president. He's, He's the, the definition of chaos. He loves he because loves that's social media. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but he would have never been president without social media. But again, going just back to that interview with Jerry Seinfeld, just watching that interview and listening to Barack Obama, it's like, well, this is the coolest fucker. And he wanted to drive the car. They're in yeah. a Corvette. So he goes to drive the car with Yeah, him. they're on the grounds, right? Yeah, and they won't let him out. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah, he's like, watch this. He goes, he's like, you get to do whatever you want. You're the pres- you're the president of the free world or the leader of the free world. He's like, watch this. And they drive up. And he's like, nope. no, sir, you can't and leave. And they go off and, and Jerry goes, <laughs> I don't think you sold it well. <laughs> he goes, you didn't lean into it. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a long time. I didn't even realize it was still going. I don't think it is. It's just if you haven't watched them all and you need some just some uh, yeah, you know, just something to throw some in the comfort background. food in the background. You know, you just you, you watch that. I'm gonna drink the rest of this. We this uh, good. The the wife and I have been watching for comfort food. Uh, Abbott Elementary, which is, you can have the rest. Of it. It's good. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm listening to you though. Abbott Elementary, which is ABC's new show. I guess it's replacing oh, it's a, it got good got whatever. good reviews. It's very charming. It's a lot of fun. It's about a it's a bunch of 
of of black teachers and stuff, right? Yeah, it's they're not all. It's no, but it, yeah. it's, it, it I mean, it's it's a it's yeah, it's a, like a young uh, black teacher. It's almost the opposite of what an, a '90s sitcom would have yeah. been with majority of white cast with a couple of black yeah. people. It's yeah, co- yeah. Uh, it's like the which young, is not a bad thing. No, no, no. It's like the young black girl who's like full of hope and she's going to change the young minds and really mold them. And then there's the old grizzled like uh, grizzled's not the real word, like good word because she's. She's like very uh, well put together and attractive, but she knows everything and just like stops the kids with a look, like teacher. And then there's the South Philly, like kind of gangster Italian teacher. And then there's like a goofy little white guy who's always like super woke and talks about that shit all the time, and all yeah. the black people just roll their eyes. But it's it's fun, it's charming, and it deals with like you know real issues about like budgets and schools and stuff, but at like uh, low stakes, and it's a lot of fun. I'm, we're having a good time with it. I want to. I, I thought about checking it out. It's the, definitely one of those. Just throw it on and let it roll. I tell you, the only new show that we've watched is Pivoting. Which one's that? It's one? on Fox or ABC. I can't remember either. Whichever one is going to be canceled because it's pretty good and it's on a weird night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, it's the blonde woman who was married to the Wayans brother from Happy Endings. Uh, okay, if you can remember her, oh. she was also on Scrubs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is that any good? And and it, it's one. It's the youngest of uh, the sister wives from uh, that uh, HBO show. Yeah, with uh, and she was also in Enchanted or whatever that. Yep. And then Bill uh, Paxton, the show with Bill Paxton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Big Love. Yep. And then I don't know who the Asian uh, actress is. I I mean I know who she is. I don't remember all the things. She might be from Killing Eve. Or no, whatever. not Killing Eve. No, okay, not Killing Eve. She, but <laughs> racist. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she might. She. She. You've recognized me anyway. The whole point of the show is that their best friend died, mm-hmm. and it's literally starts in their lives right after the funeral. Okay. And it's how, and it's their best friend. Okay. And it was the glue, not necessarily the glue that held them together, but the one that they all confided in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's this really sweet moment where the uh, the best characters by far is and I. And I which I knew her name is the woman that was from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. She's her comedic timing. Her she's character really funny, dude. And her character, she's like a what's it called again? A pivoting, and she's uh, she's like some really high ranking businesswoman, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even know her own kids. So she <laughs> after her the, her friend dies, she decides to be a better mom, and so she comes home, and every day the uh, she's like, I know our nanny, our, our house. Our keeper, she's judging me because every day she comes home, she's like, "Oh, we didn't expect to see you today." <laughs> and, but uh, her name's Amy in the show. It's Eliza Coop. Yeah, the she's great. So there's so the what's the the character from Big Love is uh, Jennifer Goodwin. Jody is her character. She plays yeah. and then Maggie Q. Maggie uh, Q. Yeah, I don't know. Who oh that yeah, is. she's been in a lot of stuff. But so Jennifer Goodwin though. So her character is having has an asshole husband who no one really likes, but you don't know if he's an asshole or if he's just not an attentive husband because mm-hmm. they're slow playing it. Yeah. But she's sleeping with her. Just started having an affair with her instructor, mm. her her, her uh, physical therapist, her physical trainer. So is it a drama or a comedy? It's a comedy. Okay. But it's it, it, it's more of a it's, it's more of a dramedy or a real life. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's very good. It's I tell you this. Missy wanted to watch it because mm-hmm. it's very much a female forward show. Yeah, but man, I it, it, Coop, 
Elizabeth Coop or yeah, whatever, right. or Eliza Coop. Eliza She's Coop, just yeah. so fucking good in it, and they're all good. Yeah. And Maggie Q's character is a doctor that just got tired of the day to day grind of being a doctor, so she just quit. Now she's it's a bag. Racist to make her a doctor. So she's a bagger and a grocery clerk at oh, like nice. a, their Whole Foods. That's awesome. But she's also always gets drawn into doctor stuff. Yeah. She's also a lesbian and tra- starting to sleep with younger women and stuff, and. They're needy, and, and you know it's it's yeah. just typical. Like anybody would have a problem if they were in their like thirty nine and dating yeah, twenty year old. Yeah. And so it's it's a good show. Fleshed That's out awesome. characters are fun. I did want to watch it, and I saw a bunch of ads up leading up to it, and then I never saw anything once it launched. So I'll have to it's, look it up. You I'm can sure watch it's on Hulu. It. Yeah, I don't know if it's on Hulu. Because it's ABC. That's all that Is stuff's it, on Hulu. Yeah, and it's only five episodes in, four episodes in, okay. something like that. So she yeah. was the uh, that Maggie Q was the when they rebooted Nikita. She yes, was the new Nikita. That's right. I knew. It was I knew I knew the action. face from somewhere, and I never even watched and that they're, show. They're all three good. Don't let me down. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, but not only is uh, Eliza Coop funny and like mm-hmm. the funniest, but her husband's awesome in it too. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then the 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 widowed husband. Uh, is a black guy and he's great. And okay. they're always at his house trying to clean it up or take care or do the things that he never did. And but he's he he doesn't come out as a sympathetic figure like where you're always like, oh, here he is. Here's yeah. No, he's got his shit together. Yeah. They just refuse to let him have all of his <laughs> shit together. They're there all the time. That's awesome. So it's it's worth watching. So yeah, that and uh, did you watch How I Met Your Father yet? No, I have not. I is def- it good? I, yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, it's cheesy, but um, I it's entertaining and it's it's zero brain cells to watch. You know, like uh, it took a uh, probably two episodes to get the characters you know established, but they're pretty good and I'm liking it. And um, Hillary Duff's a pretty good, pretty solid actress. I haven't seen her in really anything since she was been a, a while. Kid. Yeah. Been a while. I mean, she had kids and stuff. She looks pretty good, though. You know what? Oh, yeah, she's always had her shit together. You know what? I, we started watching. Um, I never watched it, but I think it's uh, I think it's uh, Peacock. Heart to Heart. Kevin Hart's talk show. Oh, yeah. No, and there's been some it. funny clips with him and Don Cheadle where they yeah, released that could, where he goes, damn. Yeah, when he told him how old he was. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Like, we've only watched a couple. We've watched the Ice Cube one. We watch. We watched three of them, and there's only like ten. Mm-hmm. But but like, so we did watch, um, kind of the same vein of your Hillary Duff thing. We did watch the one with um, Cameron Diaz on how she just bowed out of Hollywood. Oh, was and it she, a documentary? No, it's it's a forty minute interview. It's all oh, about. I didn't know that. It's not a skit like you think from mm-hmm. that, but it's a forty minute interview, and and uh, it's all. Under the the guise of that, this is his wine cellar. It's clearly a fake background, but mm-hmm. they drink wine while they do it, and oh, okay. uh, they get a little buzzed. But uh, the Cameron Diaz one, I got to tell you, this is a woman that, for when she broke in in mask, I was like, well, this may be the hottest woman on the yeah, planet. Yeah, she was yeah, smoking yeah. hot. And then by the time Charlie's Angels came around, I was like, well, she's kind of annoying. Um, but she always played one dimensional character. Yeah. Well, and so and Kevin Hart, even you know, being Kevin Hart, he goes. And this is, it's, sometimes you forget about this, but Kevin Hart goes, you know, uh, he called her a comedic actress. She goes, well, that's great that you called me a comedic actress. He goes, you, your timing in what is one of the four or five funniest movies ever made, and there's something about Mary, is, he goes, that, he goes, I'm a stand-up comic. I'm a big one. He goes, that's one of the funniest movies ever made. He goes, and you're a big reason. And she goes, well, I appreciate that. And she, listening to her talk, she did The Mask. 
Mm-hmm. And then she got all these roles as the hot chick. Yeah. So she she purposely her next like four or five films were like all independent films. Uh, that you some of them you'll if you look them up you're like oh, yeah I know yeah. what you're talking about and then and then she did there's you know or, and then she got something about Mary and then she's like she did a bunch of independent ones then again. she did and then she did Charlie's Angel which mm-hmm. was a blockbuster franchise they made so terrible much, yeah, but yeah the first one wasn't bad yeah it was but, okay but they made so much money and she was like once she got done she said she got done with the Charlie's Angels and she goes you know what I'm I grew up. You know, learned how to change my own oil because, you know, in case mm-hmm. I ever needed to. And learned how to. She goes, I have someone to do my bills, someone to do. She goes, I don't like that. Yeah. So she goes, I couldn't stay in Hollywood and do that. So I was like, okay, I'm just done. I've got Where'd money. Where'd she go? She did nothing. She stayed in L.A., but. She she got married. She has a, a wine company with one of her best friends now. Oh, that's and awesome. it's low sugar wines. Yeah. Uh, she, they had a surrogate. Do her, and now she, their mm-hmm. parents. She's got a young kid, but I'll tell you this. What do you think about that? That's kind of weird, though, right? Yeah, but I guess you know they waited later in life because she, oh, she was yeah, like, "I'm not her, gonna have yeah, how kids." How old is she? Uh, hot forty, hot. I don't know. Okay. I mean, but you know, she's still yeah, smoking. Yeah, well not risk it. But she, uh, so she. I tell you this. Here's what was cool about it. I, Missy wanted to watch it. And I was like, "Oh, great! Here's fucking Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. She might have her shit together more than anybody." And she said. She goes, now, I don't do anything unless it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. She goes, I got the call from your person. And they said, hey, Kevin Hart's got a new talk show, and he wants you to be She's on 49. it. That makes Looking sense good. to get a sur- surrogate then. And she, yeah, and she goes... Kevin Hart, I like him. Yeah, I'll do it. And she's like, so this is the first interview I've done in like four years. Oh, five that's years. cool. And I'm like, wow, here's someone that got in, got paid, got out. Yeah, I mean... That's kind of uh, on that same vein, if you think about it, like uh, Jessica Simpson always pops up on that like list of billionaires you didn't think were billionaires. Because of all the makeup and all that. Well, bullshit. the makeup and all that stupid money, uh, those, that, the clothes she sold at Kohl's. Like, she made a fucking fortune off of that, and now she doesn't have to do anything. It was like, where have you been? And she's like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the only problem I have that when they talk about billionaires, because, you know, they say that the Olsen twins the whole, are billionaires. Yeah, like they the ain't whole, billionaires. No, but the, her company, her brand is worth a billion dollars. Yeah. You have never checked into this beer, by the way, and I'm going to... I thought I checked into it the other day. Pliable process. Uh, I've been real bad about it lately. Hey, but, well, I, I, the only reason I bring it up, because I have to check into it, cause I, and I'll show you here in a second... Uh, but this is uh, this is one from Main and Mill. This is the second Main and Mill you brought. I haven't had that American Pale Ale, so I can That's actually. A, I didn't. Uh, I, I can, only had one left. I can. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. Then never mind. But it, anyway, it uh, says I checked in. Pliable process. Zero zero. No, this is zero zero three zero zero two. We'll see what this is. This That's is zero zero three dash two. Where's this? Say I checked in zero zero two dash four. This is real, uh, this is a fucking oh, stimulating, right there. Oh, okay. stimulating podcast. Well, you know, we, we are a beer podcast, yeah. but I was like, well, what the, what the shit is it? Anyway, so this beer is called Pliable, Pliable Process, Process from Main and Mill. It's a 6.3 ABV. It has, uh, I, I don't see the IBUs on it, but that's okay, because that's a kind of a bullshit standard anyway. It's just either hoppy or it's not hoppy, I think. Um, I think this is a little bit in the middle. Um, well, anyway, uh. I'm checking into this. Once I get checked into this, I believe, I believe once I check in, this will be beer 1,999 on nice. my, my check-ins. So well, I'm going to check into it too, even though I technically cheated. And it, when I scanned, in the the, scanned to the barcode, it, I brought up the wrong one. I did find it now. And you, someone has checked into it. You are checked into it. You've I added it. it. 
No, you've had it already. You uh, had it at Main and Mill. I've never. Oh no, you had it at Beer Sauce Shop. There's your picture. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So anyway, I guess I have had it. Yeah. So anyway, so it's been a while since let I've me had taste it. Then, it real and quick. that can't be that. It's probably not that same. Uh, you probably checked into the wrong one then. Yeah, probably. Oh man, I don't. I don't know that I dig this. It's different. Yeah. But I dig you, and you're different. Yeah. You know. Um, anyway, yeah. So I mean, we've. Reasons for the seasons. uh, I've been, like I said, we've been, I haven't watched a bunch of shows, new shows, but I've been watching, like, I've already covered stuff on here, but I've been, like, today, I I had to, I've got the home show all week starting Thursday. I've got meetings tomorrow. I know, it's awful. I got meetings tomorrow. Um, Yesterday, I had to set up for the home show, so today, I had an office day. Uh, I turned on a movie called Restless. Uh, just some new movie. So mm-hmm. I, I love all the foreign movies and stuff on on Netflix. And this was like a French action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie. It's okay. It's two, two and a half, three, maybe mm-hmm. at best. Uh, but I do, you know, every time I have to take a dump, I check my iTunes app. I think, and I didn't scroll through, but I think there's three, maybe four Bruce Willis movies trailers on iTunes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I never use the iTunes app. That's what you go for trailers? No, the, uh, the Apple trailers or the trailers app. Oh, I mean. okay, yeah. okay. But I mean... We talk about him all the time on how yeah. he makes these movies, and ones with Frank Grillo, ones with Cole Hauser. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, I, he, I have the Fire Stick, and there's always like an ad for one of his movies up, and I'm like, is this an old one or is this an ad for a new one? It's insane. Yeah, like I, whatever, man. I guess you're making money. Uh, let's see what else I got here. He's uh, gonna make all the money, like a million dollars, like every time he makes a movie, and, and he, he only works for like a day or something. And he seemingly makes twenty movies a year. Yeah, I mean. I, Maybe he's got like a real bad gambling debt or something. I don't know. Hell, either beer nineteen ninety nine. There you go. Let's see what I'm up to. Uh, I watched. Did you watch the new Kingsman yet? Yes, I did watch it. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was different. I it was, was more. more uh, it was more political. Yeah. Than I expected. And drug on in parts. Yeah, a little bit. But the I expected o- more over the top. And yeah. It just wasn't. Well, yeah. it does get a little over the top. A little bit. The Russian dude licking your... Yeah, your Raza, uh, was it Raza Ghul? Rasputin. Rasputin, I mean, yeah. Uh, I was Raza Ghul. I was listening to a podcast about Batman the, the other, earlier. The little Batman <laughs> crossover with the Kingsman. Uh, I, I, think it, I think it worked. But yeah, no, no. Like, he was over the top and yeah. badass. Yeah, but like the whole licking his leg thing. I'm like, where is this going? He fixed him. Yeah, but uh, oh. yeah, it was weird, but... uh. I just, I don't know. I was expecting more, like, uh, gadgety stuff. like the. Well, it was the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because they didn't even have the, the, the Kingsman yeah. Taylor place. Didn't yeah. even have. Well, that's the only reason I didn't, it didn't bother me on some of the slowness to it. Because it was a pretty good way. Of, it, it, you know what it was? It was a believable way of setting up the Kingsman society. Yeah, I agree. Right. The only thing I wish would have happened more is they would have leaned into also the the Americans. What were the Americans called with the the bourbon? Oh yeah, yeah, I can't remember. But, but oh. I, like, I wish they would have leaned into it a little bit. Yeah. Well, like, uh, and I guess the other problem I had with it was at the end, the guy who were spoiler alert, the guy who, who uh, switched places with his son. Uh, he's just in. Like he just did one thing. Well, he did say though. He goes, tell you know. He his yeah. son gave him all the clues and told him he was sent on there, saying this is a good man, a dependable yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So his dad trusted his son, and his son was a great dude. He I was. did not see him dying the way. No, he died. I didn't either. And Spoiler like, alert! That that battle though in between the trenches was pretty freaking sick. Yeah, yeah, that was a good battle. I, it, there was a lot of cool moments. In yeah, it. I, I didn't just, see the bad guy coming. 
No, I didn't see that either. Honestly, I thought it was going to be uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I was like, is this going to be Daniel That'd be Radcliffe? Because <laughs> he's hilarious. like the bad guy in that new uh, Sandra Bullock. In, uh, that looks awesome. Like a yeah. modern day romancing yeah. the stones. Yeah. 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 What's, what's the other guy? Uh, Channing Tatum. And, and Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you so good looking? (laughs) My dad was a weatherman. I'm at 1442 for individual beers, 1787 check-ins. I'm I'm torn waiting to get to Indy in three weeks, but I'm just going to try a new beer between now and then. I really want, like, big events to happen in big places, but I'm not waiting for New I know, like, when I got my thousandth beer, we were in Florida. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, It was at a little small brewery that was awesome. I'll tell Still you. There. I'll tell you a movie that I watched and was. I'm not going to go out on a limb or go out on a limb. I'm not going to go as far as to say severely disappointing, but it wasn't great. And okay. That is Snake Eyes. Uh, a G.I. You watched Orgy. that? It was on TV. Where? Showtime. Uh, or no, showtime. Epics was uh, free for like a weekend. Oh, okay. So I was like, ah, Snake Eyes is on. There's a podcast I listen to, and they do a running joke where they, they usually review a movie at the end of every episode, or you know, somewhere in the episode, and they're like, we're getting to uh, The Kingsman and Snake Eyes this week. And then like they wow. get all the way through, and at the end, they're like, oh, sorry, guys, we didn't get to Snake Eyes yeah. this week. Well, Next I'll, week it is. Here's my problem with the Snake Eyes movie. One, it's not, well, we'll get to, that's the big problem. Uh but it's not a bad movie. It's just not a G.I. Joe movie. That's that's what I've heard from everybody that's watched it. Now let me rephrase it. It's not a very good movie. It's a either. fine movie. No. It's an average movie. Okay. Below fine. I don't know what's below fine, but not bad. It's passable eh. as a film. Yeah, it's an eh film. <laughs> uh, on our five-point scale, it would be like a 175. Okay. I mean, I'd drink it. <laughs> it maybe two. Yeah. Uh, so... Here's the problem. You're not yeah. pausing to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it took me a long time to watch it. I paused a lot. Okay. Uh, just because I didn't want to, you know, yeah. maybe at some point he's going to get his vocal cords damaged and he's yeah. not going to talk. That never happens. Um, in fact, and I don't care if this is a spoiler, not only does it never happen, but at the end of the film when Scarlet gives him his Snake Eyes uniform, he go, or they say, here, take this, he puts it on and rides off at a motorcycle, still... A hundred percent able to talk. Not even in the post credit scene do you see him stop talking. So he never stops talking. What if he would have rode off and got into an accident and had his like vocal trachea, cords. vocal cord impaled by like a tree stump? Would that have been all right? I'd have been better than what happened <laughs> because now there's a. I guess they were like, well, let's see how great it does. Which, by the way, it. I mean, the pandemic Boom. at least took like five million. If it was in like, the theater, it would have bombed. Yeah, it would have. Uh, so, but they were hoping so it was so successful that there would have been a good point to have the sequel, but in between it and the first GI Joe, where they could have done that. Yeah. Uh, here is the thing, though: the guy that plays Snake Eyes and all the actors in it mm-hmm. are do a very good job. Yeah. Except the Baroness, I don't like that they change Baronesses Excuse from me. the uh, from the GI movies. Joe movies. Yeah. The canon was so important in that. No, I just don't think she did a good job compared to what the other Baroness was. Oh, okay. okay. Um, who I think was Samara Weaving. I, I think. think so. And she's smoking hot. Like yeah. this girl was, you know, she was nothing. The sn- you wouldn't kick her out of freaking crackers. Right. All the uh, whatever the cliches regular are. Analogies yeah. Uh, but that are outdated. Here's the problem, sexist. though. Outside of all that, it. So we have Larry Hama, who's the godfather of, of GI Joe storytelling. Mm-hmm. Wrote all the backs of the cards and the comic for those people that don't know. Still writes the comics to this day. So, see, G.I. Joe was a little before my time. So, but apparently they decided to say, well, let's take Snake Eyes that has an established lore and an established background and established story 
and let's completely change it. Yeah. Um, and they take the best, one of the best villains of all time in Storm Shadow, a guy so cool that he eventually becomes a good guy in G.I. Joe's can- in G.I. Joe Cannon. Yeah. Um, and let's completely not do his because he's in the movie and it's bad. I mean, it's just, it just makes no sense to call this a G.I. Joe film. Now, do you think it's because, and I could be wrong because I, I watched one, of, I think I watched the, there was like a cartoon about 10, 15 years ago. A, a pretty cool cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. And like they yeah, were, we watched it. It was on. It was on whatever. Yeah, return. but they were like bro- not brothers, but they were like in the same yes. training school. Yes. Did uh, Storm Shadow betrays them? Yeah, I thought he makes it looks like GI Joe yeah, or Snake, Snake Eyes, Eyes did it. GI Joe, but he loses his. He loses his. He gets sliced in the yes, battle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. None of that happens in this. In fact, Storm Shadow is the heir apparent to take over anyway, and then. There's this magic jewel that shoots fire. Yes, there's magic, which okay. also I didn't see it coming. Uh, Is there magic in the cartoon? Yeah, but I not. Mean, Cobra... This one's kind of silly. Yeah. I mean, it's silly. The the whole thing they were after this jewel, which is the the uh, uh, whatever they're called, the Asak- Akashi, whatever the yeah, yeah, the matter. ninja folk. Uh, that's their like. It's the heart of them. They it, that's their heirloom. Mm-hmm. The whole point of this movie was Snake Eyes had to infiltrate to steal it because he was being kind of dangled. Who killed his father? And um, I was gonna say, do you think it's because that's like the trope of every like basic ninja movie is like that betrayal? Maybe, but, but this one that, came that's out in not the eighties. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the reason Storm Shadow is gets angry and turns to be a bad guy is because he has to get this jewel back. And then use it to kill the bad guy. And then the granny who's actually running the clan, she goes, you know the rules. We're never allowed to use that, even if it's to save us. He goes, but I had to do it. She goes, rules are rules. So he was kicked out for using it, which makes him turn bad. And he's been the most diehard, like he dethroned this criminal empire just to save his clan. And then just because using their weapon, they kick him out. Now he's the most evil guy. I'm maybe, like, it, maybe it turned him bad. Yeah, it didn't seem to do that. Maybe it was like a seemed, horcrux. It could know? have been. Maybe I'll, if they would have said that, also touching it, you lose your soul or something. Okay. Yeah. But they didn't say that. Yeah. They just said, hey, stop that. Now you can't come back inside. That's it. Okay. A dumb movie. I take it back. It's a bad movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've sold me. I won't watch it. Uh, I watched, um, since we're going to do, so one more movie that I watched, and then we can talk about The Last Duel, which will lead into the uh, 50 best movies under 90 minutes. We're not going to go all through fit every 50, all 50 movies, though. Uh, Antler, which was, have you watched that on HBO Max? I, horror movie? I have not. I We watched the trailer for it when we were trying to pick out a horror movie. Oh, I, I'll tell you a horror movie we did watch. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm just going to tell you the plot and why we watched it. It was very dumb. But Antler was the one we watched the trailer for, so I put it on my watch list. Uh, it's it's okay. What'd you watch? I can't even tell you the name. Oh no, we did, but I talked about that on here already. Um, we (laughs) so all right. I don't know the name of the movie. It's on Amazon Prime, and we we like watching cheesy movies from time to time. Uh, Um, here's why I watched this movie. I put on the trailer. Missy goes, is this on your watch list? And I go, yeah. And she goes, all right, we're watching it. And so we watched it, and it was silly as fuck. Here's why I watched it. It's a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. The stripper gets killed. Okay. By a ghost in the house. Okay. They try to get out of the house, and there's okay. snipers that won't let them leave. Why? <laughs> it's not important. 
I mean, it sort of is important. They managed to tie it all together, but this is a badly acted, badly, bad special effects movie that the whole premise of the movies is that there's a poltergeist in the house and there's snipers on the outside. That's like, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... It's, I'm not going to bore everybody on the on the, the but, podcast. But why were the snipers out there? I got it. Okay, so the <laughs> the guy that rented them the house on Airbnb, he, it was his wife that's haunting the house. Okay. He was cheating on his wife. They tried to make it work. I think I saw this preview. He then decided, you know what? Fuck it. And he kills her. She refuses to leave and haunt. He pays three guys to kill her. And these are the guys that... So and he's, what he's made a deal with her that she will leave the house because the house is amazing. Uh, if she can find him a body to possess and a guy to love. So he keeps getting bachelor parties over and the snipers are there to make sure no so one keep leaves. Him in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and they're the same a, that's they're, a terrible They're premise. the same three guys that helped kill her in the first place. Oh, it's the it's, I mean, it's a terrible premise, but I mean oh, yeah. I'm watching. It hooked me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. They like I said, they managed to tie it all together. Yeah, uh, I watched Antler, and it's uh, it popped up on my list because uh, Guillermo del Toro produced it. He didn't direct it, but he produced it, and uh, you can kind of tell. Well, uh, you can kind of tell, and I'll tell you why we did not watch it real quick, and then you tell me if I'm way off base here. Is The reason we didn't watch it is because we watched the trailer, and you could tell it's Guillermo del Toro by mm-hmm. the bad guy, the monster. Yeah. Um, And I told Missy, I go, well... The, they showed us the monster. They showed us the monster eating. They showed us what the boy was doing, and they showed us the like it, it full final form. And I go, I feel like we've seen the movie. Yeah. So I don't need to watch it. Uh, it's not. It's not a bad movie. And it looked fine. It's got Carrie, good reviews. Carrie Russell's good. Um, Jesse Plemons. Uh, he's For those good that don't it. know, that's Felicity. Yeah, and Jesse Plemons is the guy from Breaking Bad who. Uh, Kills a little kid in like season five yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also married to Kirsten Dunst. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Also um, uh But um, it's sad. It's just depressingly sad. She's an alcoholic teacher because her... F- All right, I'm going to spoil it. Are you oh. ever going to watch it? Uh, No, probably. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's the kind of movie I'm worried about getting spoiled. Okay. Her brother is a sheriff of a small town. Hey, by the way, people, spoiler warning. Yeah, spoiler warning. Her brother is a sheriff of a small Midwestern town. She is an ex-alcoholic who comes home and she's, for some reason, like the third grade teacher or something. Uh, there's a little boy in her class. He's kind of disturbed. She takes a liking to him. She's paying attention to him. It's a dying cold town in West Virginia. That's where it's at. Okay. Uh, and she's always struggling with like different things. And I guess she's trying to rescue this kid because her dad molested her as a kid. And like that's in there. But it's not necessary. You know, like, they, it doesn't change who she is or anything like that. Like, all it does is make her, like, look at bottles of R&R when she goes to 7-Eleven. Yeah. It's very, it's weird. Not necessary. But then there's, like, uh, the, the little boy in the town is, it's his dad who is the antler monster and his little brother. And, like, he's taking care of them by, like, killing random animals in town. So everybody thinks he's, like, a psychopath and all. It's just sad like when you're watch, when i was done like there was no satisfying like ooh, monster gotcha it was just like that was a horrible situation all the way through yeah, yeah like yeah. and now i feel bad and i should probably donate some money to some sort of charity for poor west virginia kids it's yeah. like i just 
at the end, I was just like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. I need to watch, like, so I watched an episode of Rick and Morty to, like, oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, but I was like, I was really wanting, like, a good horror, like, gory monster movie, and I just got. That wasn't it. No. I just felt bad for Cold Towns. Well, <laughs> well you should you should have been feeling bad for Cold Towns since Coal Miner's Daughter. Uh, yeah, but I haven't seen that in a long time. Do you have seen that, though? Yes. My Is mom is a... Big uh, Loretta Lynn fan? That Any of that, like, yeah. tortured That women. would have been, though, she'd have been watching that as, a as like, a, a classic by the time you were old enough to remember yeah. it. Well, yeah, well, my mom had me at 17. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up watching Grease, mm. uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah, but that, I mean, like I was saying, Coal Miner's Daughter was old even yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she loves that, yeah. that old That's shit. That's a good movie. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, for as many times in uh, Steel Magnolias. Okay. But for as many times as oh, I man, watched. Missy watches it every time it's on TV. But as, as many times as a kid as I watched Fried Green Tomatoes, Rachel had never watched it. And I guess like a year or two ago. She never know they were lesbians? I didn't. I yeah. didn't catch on. I didn't, and then, I didn't catch on and refuse to believe it when my mom told me over and over. And then as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I watched it with Rachel one day when we didn't have the kids. It was like a Sunday. We were laying around before we went and picked them up after going out. And I was like, this is a good movie. I remember watching it as a kid. I haven't probably haven't seen it since I was 10. And then we're watching it. I'm like, man, I did not pick up on any of these lesbian undertones yeah. all the way through this movie. Or, it's a great movie, though. Or that they fed a dude's body oh to i knew a, that part to, that to part a police i knew officer, yeah. yeah i caught that it's right for a away. sweet movie that's brutal yeah it is really brutal but uh it's good um so you and i went out a couple weeks ago and we were talking and there was two things that the only topic that i really brought for real was uh two things one i watched the last duel and around the same time that i watched the last duel they announced the movie the runtime for the batman which, which is three hours and four minutes or something like that and it why why is it yeah. that long? We yeah. know Batman's origin story. It does not need to be that. This is not his origin long. story. This is his first year it story. It doesn't yeah. matter. But so, but it's not his origin story. That's not why it's that but long. But even we we know we know. Yeah, but if that's not the reason, that's not the reason it's that long. But it doesn't need to be that long. Yeah, now, I get that. Point. No, no, I get it. But it's got nothing to do with his okay, origin. Either yeah. way. But uh. But I bet you it gets covered in there. Oh, I'm sure they'll have a flashback. I bet you there's like 20 minutes of fucking flashbacks where pearls get pulled off. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a gun and uh, I, I just guarantee it. Anyways, so around that time I watched, I finally pulled the trigger on The Last Duel. I danced around it for a while and I was like... It was, I think you've talked about it on the podcast. I have not already. talked about it on the podcast. Huh, okay. I've talked about it to you guys in length because I haven't been on the podcast since I watched it. I watched it like two weeks ago, okay. three weeks ago. Anyways, it's... It's a Ridley Scott movie, and it's a good movie. It is, which millennials ruined by not going. Yeah, to see by it. not going to see it. Yeah. But also, they went, they ruined it because it's not, it's not Braveheart, it's not Gladiator, it's, it's a trial by combat over a rape. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, and it's set in three acts. Tom, Tom echoed the same thought you did Sunday morning when we talked yeah, about this. Yeah, it's set in three acts. You get the view from Matt Damon, who is the the girl, the princess who gets. Uh, Assaulted's husband yeah. and how he's been wronged by the king, which is Ben Affleck, who is solid in this, by the way, very, very solid with the blonde hair. He's a good actor. Yeah. Then you get the second act, which is uh, Adam Driver, who is the assaulter oh. and uh, also a great actor. Yeah, and he was a came up through the military with Matt Damon, but was friends with the. Uh, he's not really a king; he's like a prince of this land. Uh, ben Affleck's character. Okay. Uh, so he gets he gets all the preferential treatment because they do orgies together. Oh, okay. Um, and then there is... I got to tell you, it, 
you do orgies with the man, you're going to have to start doing political favors for him. Yeah, right? I mean, like, you guys have seen each other naked. Yeah, you, and, and and maybe been in the same hole. Yeah, maybe. At maybe, the same time? Maybe, possibly. Maybe touched each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last one you hear is from... Uh, the girl. The girl, which is uh, Jodie Comer. She's in Killing Eve. That's her biggest role. And she was in Free Guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Free Guy was awesome. I watched I that. I watched it yet. I did watch that. Uh... So and then the last and that's the last story. And then there's a pretty good like duel battle where they like you know they ride and like yeah, joust joust, joust. Yeah. great joust battle in the beginning, and then it ends with that joust battle and that joust battle is fucking brutal, and it's just so long because it's the same story over and over again with slight changes of like where people felt wronged. Yeah, and you're like by the end you're like fucking you could have just looked at Matt Damon's and hers and got rid of Adam Drivers and saved everybody a fucking. Let hour. me ask you this though. Do you find out about the orgies in Adam in, in Adam Driver store? Oh. Uh, yes, you, you do. But you don't Adam see Driver's it. Story. No, you never. But there's see no the point. Uh, all you see is three topless chicks with who have way better boobs and bodies than any girl in that time ever. Did. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like uh, Adam Driver's talking about some stuff, and he opens. It's pretty funny seeing Ben Affleck open. Or yeah, Ben. He knocks on Ben Affleck's door, and he. He, he's like, I'm getting this and that. And he's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it, man. Come in and take your pants off. And there's like three ladies just naked oh. standing there. And he's like, but you don't understand. It's a big problem. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll deal with it. Take your pants off. And huh, he's yeah. like, oh, okay. And he just takes his pants wow. off. It. Yeah. Times were good back then. Yeah, I guess. If That's you were a lord. I guess if you were a lord. Uh, so those two things, I was like, that along with like a couple other movies that I watched, uh, Movies are just too long. It drives a lot of them, yeah. me crazy. And I watched, before that, I watched Nobody. And it is a solid one hour and 30 minute movie with a solid plot and a story from front to back that you like. That yeah, is it's a good easy movie. to follow. It's yeah, spectacular. It's a Bob Odenkirk, spectacular film. Like, it's, he's an ex-hitman. His, uh, he gets called back in. I forget why. Uh, and his father-in-law hates him and he, you get all of that in the story, and his dad is a badass. You get all that in yeah, the story. He didn't even get called back in. He just ends up somebody. Oh, he gets robs himself back in because he was somebody robbed his house. Yeah, yeah. And he looked. He was he, feeling useless. Well, and he didn't like being judged by his son. Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck this." Yeah. And then he had to go that's take right, it out on right, some people. That's right. And I think there's supposed to be a sequel. It's a good movie. And oh, it's, it's a, a great same movie. same production company, same stuff. Everything is uh, John Wick movies. In fact, I hope they uh, Cross exist in the same universe. That would be hilarious. Well, because it's also kind of this weird underworld of Hitman, and yeah. his as well. Because Ariza, yeah, is it, I mean, it's great. Yeah, well, it was absolutely great. So uh, I started looking around for like great movies that are an hour and a half, and, and there's a whole section of Netflix are 90 minute films. Yeah, yeah, but the according this is from 2000. Let's just go to the top so ten. Uh, Dumbo, number one, which I don't really care about. Dumbo's number one. Yeah. Uh, well, this is fifty through. So let's let's just. Jump I said just go to the top ten. Pri- I don't. It that doesn't work. Like oh, that. okay. It's just All fifteen right. or Primer, two thousand four's Primer. I don't even know what that I don't is. Remember that one either. Uh, Toy Story, solid. First Toy Story, yeah. Yeah, Squid in the Whale. But see, then by Toy Story three, it's two hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Night at the Roxbury's, fucking hilarious. It's a good movie. It's funny. Yeah, it's got some moments. Uh, let's jump, jump, jump. Slow West, great Western movie, solid hour and a half. It's got uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Michael Fassbender in it. Oh, okay. It's very good. Blackfish, Borat. It's funny, yeah. hour and a half. Any longer, it would have been ridiculous. Black Dynamite. Chronicle. That's a good movie. I was looking at oh, it. And Chronicle I was like, is a great movie. That, yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm going through this, and I'm looking for movies that are uh, 
a lot of these are comedies, and you can do a tighter comedy. But Chronicle puts a whole plot in there. So does Nobody. Run Lola Run, which I've never watched. Oh, that's a good movie. The Evil Dead, spectacular horror comedy. Yep. This is Spinal Tap. What yeah. we do in the shadows, fucking hilarious. Uh, Safety not guaranteed. A nice uh, indie drama comedy. District B thirteen, great action yeah. movie. Tight paranormal activity. Child's play. And I'm just Zombie Land. That was the one I was looking for. Yeah, Zombie Land. Uh, like, why can't all of those movies are great, hilarious, and or are good, just good movies, just good. And like, why do we need to? Why does everything need to be three fucking hours? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, Old Henry, a movie I just recently watched and tweeted about. Oh uh, yeah, that's um hour, that guy's name in it. Hour and thirty nine minutes, so yeah. ninety nine minutes long. Uh, and that is maybe one of my favorite westerns I've ever seen. And that's uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. It and looks really good. I want to watch. Dude, it. I'm not going to I'm not going to say don't spoil anything. Any, it's a 5 it. out of 5 for me. The only spoiler I'll give everyone is there's a, a plot twist that you don't see coming until it's mentioned finally mm-hmm. about 2 thirds of the way through or almost 75% of the movie and then you're like, "Well, that was awesome." Yeah. And I can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah, it's Slow West, if you get a chance to watch it, it's on Hulu. Uh, Michael Fassbender is a bounty hunter, and he's moving a Scottish teenager uh, from one end of the country to the other, like as a bodyguard, but he's actually on the hunt for uh, for um, Ben Mendelsohn's character. And it's it's really good. Um, it's got this kid. He's been in a lot of stuff, but he, he's just weird looking. His name's Cody Smith McPhee. I was pulling it up right now. He's a weird-looking kid. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit, but uh, he's a really good actor. Um, it's great. It's a great movie. Definitely should watch it. Oh, he's in that Power of the Dog. Well, Which I haven't watched that. Well, we're going to talk about that well. here in a little bit. Put a pin in that. All right. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, well, I guess we'll just talk about it right now. Um, uh, so, Power of the Dog, nominated for Best Picture. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam Elliott just went off on it in an interview with Mark Maron. Was he in that? No, he's in 1887. He's yeah, you know, he's probably 1883 or whatever, but yeah, he's probably yeah. the most he's the oldest living western star because mm-hmm. he got his big break in westerns and yeah, plus he's got that push brew mustache. Uh, and I'll tell you why I may not agree with him to how hard he goes, but he said uh the director of of, of Power of the Dog, he said sh- that person uh, I don't want to misquote who it is. Uh let me bring it up. By the way, is never mind. Um, here, real quick. Now I got it. Jane, it's a woman. Jane Campion. They did Bright Star, Power of the Dog, The Piano. Uh, he piano with Adam, uh, Adrian Brody. Yes, that's a good movie. Yeah. Well, uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, the Mark Maron said, "You see Power of the Dog?" He goes. <laughs> He called it a piece of shit. He said it's the bastardization and raping of American the American Western, and he talks about it so i i kind of watched some clips of it i'm not saying he's right what i'm saying though there's an argument to be made because essentially if you don't know what the the plot twist or the big thing about power of the dog is homosexuality it, yeah i was gonna say isn't it like brokeback mountain but in the sort of uh repressed brokeback mountain. yeah but there's a lot of scenes with a lot of really toned like guys that wouldn't look like that really yeah toned men washing their clothes and wet sweaty like a lot in the movie yeah but is it like supposed to be like through his eyes what he's seeing or something? no oh okay. no no i was gonna say isn't everybody hungry back then uh <laughs> it's and, and and so 
he's like it, it, it's he goes it's essentially the final act or the very final scene of Mel Brooks's Blazing Saddles only oh. played out in a serious way because he calls it just he, he goes and he even tells Mark Marion goes I don't care about get the homosexual aspect it's just, that's a good story to tell yeah. it's just the way she chose to film it it's just bastardizing the the genre and it's putting something that we know historically was not accurate yeah. like that didn't happen like I mean it happened but it wasn't like so ambiguously all over the place yeah. like it went flamboyantly flaunted it's and he, <laughs> so he i was like you know it's he sounds like a grumpy old dude and then you look at it a little bit and you're like oh maybe he's got a point a little bit okay <laughs> maybe it's not uh maybe if you really break it down again I maybe it was just her fantasy maybe yeah. she's just writing a fantasy novel yeah and and sometimes i think that they throw best picture stuff up there because it's tackles that topic sometimes well, that and i think uh what's his name uh benedict cumberbatch like stayed in character on and yeah. off screen so like you hear like those stories about how basically he was a dick for six months or however long yeah. he was being he's a great actor yeah don't get me wrong he's a great actor but like if, if you were around daniel day lewis or you'd want to punch like him that, in the face you'd, like you, i said cut man yeah there was i was watching <laughs> I can't remember what I was. I was reading an article. I can't. Did you not answer the phone in that time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I was you get reading, on your fucking horse and drive home. Hey, listen. They didn't have running water, so how yeah. do you take a shit? You know. You Maybe can't. they don't. Uh, what's his name? Um, Shia Buff. Like, and Brad Pitt doesn't strike me as the cleanest of men. Yeah. You know, he's always kind of got like he's attractive. Don't get me wrong, but his his hair always looks kind of. Well, crazy. he's got Hollywood hair, and they yeah. they only wash your and you're not supposed to wash your hair every day. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. twice a week. But it always looks kind of greasy. You know, like he doesn't look Johnny Depp. But it, yeah, he doesn't look stinky. But apparently, when they were shooting Fury, Shia LaBeouf method acted so hard when they all had to sit in that tank together. He didn't wash for as long as they were supposed to be in that tank. Yeah, and Brad Pitt had to be like, "Look, motherfucker." Take a shower. Well, they also, the kid in that movie, both Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf almost whooped his ass. Oh, really? Uh, no, not the kid. Um, I think Shia LaBeouf was oh, the one Scott who almost Eastwood. got it. Yeah. Scott Eastwood. No, it's Scott Eastwood. Oh, Because really? he spit his chew in the tank. Mm. And they were in that tank so much, they were like, motherfucker, don't spit in here. This is our home. This yeah. is different. And then they both had to apologize to him because it was in the script that he did that. Oh. And they, they got so into their tank. That they were like, no, don't I be fucking with I guess if you're sitting in a room, like, like just, like, I don't even, yeah, I guess that would be kind of, eh, it's a good movie. I love the movie. Yeah, it's a really solid movie. But Shia LaBeouf has also had, supposedly gotten a fight in, with Tom Hardy uh, on a set of um, the brother, that brother movie where they're uh, the oh, three yeah. whiskey runners. Uh, are oh, yeah, 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 I heard that. But they also say that Tom Hardy's the one that told that story, and it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Uh, that, that Shia knocked him out. I didn't read the story, but Charlize Theron apparently had to have I read like, it. protection from him. Or she something. she felt as if she needed protection. Was she he made methoding sure, too. Um, he was just hard, and he even said, "I I was really hard to get along with during the making of that movie because I was in way over my head on the type of movie it was. Mm. We were working long hours, and I was crabby, and he blew up at her multiple times. Oh, okay, and she felt unsafe yeah, because he's an aggressive guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, not a small guy. He was no. a character he's a big had man. four lines, so when he cusses you out, yeah. you're like, holy shit! Is this, is this the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, apparently, I, and I got to tell you, that movie was fantastic. So yes. But, uh, hey, we're talking to, about we're Mad, Power of the Dog. Mad Max Fury Road yeah. is what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, what I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good 90-minute movies out there. What What is, like, uh, yeah, there really is. And I just, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, uh, the new Spider-Man was spectacular. But did it need to be two hours and, like, 46 minutes long? No, and I tell you the good thing about that movie, the, that's the exception. Uh, because Hayden sat through that whole thing and never once complained. But there are... Um, there are a lot of movies that she has refused to finish watching because they felt they were way too long for her. Yeah. The only movies that I find acceptable to be four hours, and it's because I don't watch them all in one go, is The Lord of the Rings. They're four hours because I only watch the extended versions because I'm that fucking dork. And um, I love it, but it usually takes me like three Saturdays to finish one of them, you know? like, uh, But I get really into it. And speaking of that... Quick segue. Did you read about like the Amazon that they spent like a billion dollars on the season or whatever? Oh, the Lord of the Rings. Did you hear like the big controversy or whatever? I did not. There's a well, the racist side of the internet. There's a couple black elves, so oh. can't have that. Uh, Why? But I don't know. Because hmm. it, it's not canon from J.R.R. Tolkien. Or oh, J. oh, okay. Tol- Tolkien. Yeah. yeah, it's not Tolkien's. Uh, Tolkien. I always want to say J.R.R. But it's not. Yeah. Jared Tolkien. Uh, and then also the whole story is set. Um, they basically took 1,200 years worth of story and they brought it down into one season. And people are pissed about it because like all of the things that happen, the humans would be dead and like the only the elves would be around. And they're like, well, we couldn't do it that way. So we condensed it. And well, this guy went on a massive fucking Well, rant. so what they're bitching about is the the essentially it's not a prequel, but even what the story that's written It's the Sumerian. 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 Yeah. It's where we get all the history of Middle Earth that predates the Hobbit. It's also the single hardest thing I've ever tried to read. Yeah. And I've never finished it. Mm-hmm. I've only I've only ever gotten maybe a chapter or first twelve, thirteen page. It's it's a Bible. It's written like a Bible. Yeah. And it's very boring, and it sucks. But if you can get through it, or you know, you you can read the the crib notes versions or the Wikipedia version. It's got some awesome stuff in it. Yeah, like if you if you like the movies, and then like you go like into a deep dive in the movies on the internet, it's somebody's broken all like that history down from that, and they're and they leave a lot out of the movies from the books yeah, too. Yeah, and like uh, Peter Jackson got shit for this too when he did the Hobbits, which is the I Hobbits. I did not like those. I didn't like them either, but also, uh, what's her name? Um, Ant-Man's girlfriend, uh, the Wasp, uh, Eva, what's her, what's her name in real life? And she's in it, but she's, yeah, not, a, she's she, not a character in the actual Hobbit Yeah, book. she's put in there just to be... She doesn't exist. She was just Hollywood fodder for a love yeah, character. Uh, yeah. For the main... Uh, uh, wasn't even the main Hobbit. No, the main dwarf. dwarf yeah. yeah, it wasn't even the main dwarf. But either way, yeah, she's unnecessary or whatever, but... Um, yeah. The the fact that there was three movies and a entire dumbly three, conceived there. boat or I'm sorry barrel floating oh battle. god it was so bad so bad it's also by the way and I don't want to poop on Peter Jackson because he's made some masterpieces and the Lord of the Rings are are amazing yeah and even though the elves show up at Helm's Deep which is also not in the book oh, it goes really? yeah it goes against everything the books were about it was the final age of elves they would not have came back. Yeah, they were gone when yeah. they left. They were gone. Yeah, but they were they were a uh, splinter group that didn't want to leave. They didn't come back, according to the movie. Yeah, but uh, so but even though those movies were masterpieces, and so is Bad Taste and some some fun things that he did when you know pre that, um, you know another movie of his that 
everybody kind of raved about, and I couldn't stand his Kong. Uh, I rewatched it not too long ago. Yeah, well, good luck. I did, and I, I got all the way through it, and I do enjoy it. It is a lo- it is good, and I watched it after I watched the original 1939 Kong. Or even the 80s remake with Kurt Russell. And- no, I had never watched the 39 But that's a good one. one. But I never watched it, so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And, like, he basically wrote a love story to that movie, and it's... If you understand that, like, you get what he was doing. But he needed somebody else in the room to basically say, that's too much. Cut that. That's too much. It's too long. Jeff Bridges. Sorry, I said Kurt Russell. Jeff Bridges in, in the 76 movie. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, like, uh, for example, he doesn't have somebody around him to tell him no. Like, for example, like, there's a... Uh, oh, Peter Jackson? Yeah. No, he runs the studio. It's exactly. His, Weta is his, and all that stuff is his. So. But, like, George Lucas, for example, like, there's a there's a solid story about how the original Star Wars were so successful because his wife, at the time, I forget her name, did all of the editing. And, like, had he done it, it would have been blown up and bloated like the... Or... He only wrote one of those films. It Maybe, has more to but do with she it. did yeah. all of the editing, at least on the very first one. I know yeah. for a fact. Well, no, no, I'm sure she did on all story, of them. Yeah, uh, that made sense and wasn't bloated. And I think the problem is he loved that movie, that original movie, so much. And I get it, but he just put too much into it. Well, the fact that he loves that movie so much doesn't explain the Brontosaurus stampede and how ridiculous that scene is. Uh, he extended a little bit of a fight from a 19 like from the the original it's dumb it is dumb and also yeah. the the fighting the bug scene is gross and unnecessary yeah i mean there's just so <laughs> much he just i think and i don't care what they say about if it was his love letter that i think it's just hit weta at the time was way ahead of everybody in special effects yeah kind of like spielberg always is yep. like when he did uh um, Jurassic Park. Ju- not, well, ju- not just Jurassic Park, but with the uh, the 3D one. Or who did that one? Which one? No, Cameron. Sorry, James Cameron. Oh, you know, Avatar. James Cameron. Avatar. Oh, those are coming out, man. Uh, you pumped? You guys uh, want to see them together? Nope. Come on. We got to nope. do it as a podcast. Uh, yeah. We're still around. Uh, maybe take some edibles and then go watch <laughs> it in 3D. Uh, yeah, but see, I think it's the same with those guys. It's just he had such, he's so far ahead of everybody in special effects. He just, Threw too much special effects in it, and yeah. it drags the movie on. Even though the action parts are supposed to be great, I fall asleep in the same part all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's too much. No, it, it really was, and I 100 percent agree with you. But that is also massively long movie. Yeah, that is a good Kong is that's a good representation of Kong. I think like he's he's like an actual animal. Like he's not like oh yeah, like in the Godzilla verse, he's like a. He's not an ape. He's an offshoot. And and uh, in Peter Jackson's Kong, he's an ape. Yeah, That's well, cool. it's completely different movies. I mean, yeah. they they are putting him in the monster verse. Yeah, in one, but either so. way, I just think it was really cool, and I thought that. And also that T Rex fight. That's that's awesome part of it. That one is fun. Although I don't know when they start falling through the vines nah, and nope, stuff. I'm all in again. It gets all, all silly. It's over the top. Yeah. but I'm all in on it. Yeah, silly. Uh, yeah. That was it. That's it. That's all. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I made a joke at the beginning of this, which, you know, kind of in the cold opening that, you know, the anti-Kevin Costner. It was Kevin Costner that started the three-hour movie with Dances with Wolves. and See, I've never watched it. And then it went, then he did 
Waterworld and The Postman, and they're all three-hour movies. I've watched Waterworld and hated it and never watched The Postman. Yeah, Waterworld is a colossally bad movie, and there's de- there's defenders of that movie. That How? Were, I don't know. Uh, they just don't like themselves? You know what? I think I don't like Kevin Costner as an actor. <laughs> I've also never watched Field of Dreams. Oh, uh, well, that's a great movie. I'm not saying it's not. And I Yellowstone, just never have. And he's awesome in Yellowstone with his Christian Bell Batman voice. I've never watched that either. It's a good show. I, everybody says it's great. Here's a I problem just, Yellowstone has. We've talked about this. It seems like it's a, uh, a flag-waving show for the right, and it's not. When you watch the show, it's not. Yeah, my cousin told me it described it as Sons of Anarchy on horses. Uh, I've never watched Sons of Anarchy, but that doesn't sound right. So Sons of Anarchy is like that. No, no, I know. I know what it's about, but it does. It just sounds like that's like, yes, there is crime. But some all, all, the whole thing's about land rights. Oh, this one's all. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. you would do to de- pe- de- defend your land, and then you have the Native Americans wanting their land back, and then you have big business wanting the land. Okay. So you have these three different entities that are vying for so, the yeah, Yellowstone. Sons of Anarchy was basically about keeping a small town in California small and white. Hmm. And uh, they'd have a lot of shootouts did, with the Mexican cartel. I did not see that coming. I've never watched it, but I did not think that was what that was going to be about. Yeah, it was, I thought it was going to be a straightforward biker. No, I, you know, like a lot of those bikers have like a little Aryan yeah. brotherhood to them. Uh, basically, they wanted to keep their small town small. And so they would keep business deals and everything like that. Uh, my biggest problem with, uh, and I liked Sons of Anarchy in the first couple seasons, uh, but I, once you start having... Bundy, I hear she was awesome. Yeah. But once you start having shootouts in on the highway and the cops are chasing you and you're wearing your... Your colors, your colors and your logo. And your logo, your cut. It's called a cut. Oh. But you're wearing it with your name... Of your motorcycle club on it. This is Bob. Like, Call stop this chasing number. him. <laughs> yeah. Stop chasing Just go to their club, because you know where it's at. You're there every other week yeah. for some other reason. That is dumb. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, do crimes with another club's jacket. Yeah, yeah, on. dress up. Or <laughs> wear a clown outfit. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, if you ever want to watch the a way to deal with a, a criminal biker empire mm-hmm. uh, the right way, you should watch Mayor of Kingstown. Oh yeah, I need to watch that because he uh, he uh, when it's time to deal with them, he fucking deals with them. What is the movie with uh, what is it in America? Uh, yeah, the De Niro, mo- the De Niro. Once one, upon a time in America, hit. is that it? Where he's the yeah. gangster yeah. and the bikers come in, the Hell's Angels come in, and no, they think they're badass. No, no, that is uh, uh, a Bronx Tale. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. I couldn't think and of they, it. They know that they'd had a rep of going bar to bar, so yeah, they come yeah, in and lock yeah. the door yeah. behind them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's an underrated movie. It is a great movie. It's not a mob movie, but it's a movie with mob mob overtones. It's mob adjacent and mob and racial yeah. adjacent. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good movie. Yeah. Um. Oh. You got anything else? Don't double finger me. We'll just go throw to Missy if you want to right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right, go ahead. What are you? Uh, I'm reading this book. Uh, it is a DC Black Label. New Batman one. Well, I haven't read that oh, one yet. Oh, okay. I am reading that that thing though. It's pretty good. Um, it's fun. I like the art. Um, I'm reading this book on Hoopla though. It's called uh, Last God. I told you about it. Have you read that? No. Uh, I gave you a little ordinary so- gods. Last guy. Oh, it's a book. Sorry, it's a it's a it's a, it's a comic, okay. but it's there's it's not any DC characters. It's basically uh, it's Lord of the Rings style world. Oh, this is the Black Label book. It's the okay, Black sorry, Label book sorry. called The Last Guy. I have seen issues. it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's very good. I'm enjoying it now. I will say that I'm enjoying it in the fact that like similar to uh, um, 
I'm blanking on The Watchmen, where there's like at the end of each chapter, there's like four pages of actual text. Or a hundred. I'm skipping that. Yeah. There is yeah. like a hundred. And then I read like the first couple and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know if I'm going to read this ever again. If I do want to read it again, I'll come back. Curse and read of the this Black shit. Rose or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like deeper stories, but it's. Too Basically, much. this is uh, the story is about like uh, it's, but, it jumps between thirty year periods and, uh, but you it, know, write a book. Yeah. You're gonna do it, write a book. Yeah. So like, but the comic itself jumps between two thirty year periods where uh, the world was thrown into uh, asunder by like these uh, black thorns or whatever, and it's basically. Uh, a disease that attacks humans and they turn into like plant like monsters and okay. it's all run by a, like a uh, evil god and they got to get to the black stairs to take it out well 30 years in the past the king that is now his wife and a group of like elves and like a thor like character and uh, a magician went to the black stairs took it out and they became king and set the world where it is now okay uh flash forward 30 years turns out they made a deal with the devil and it's all come to fruition i got to do it all over again and it's a good battle and it's a good story and it deals with like uh the flashbacks where like they you know they sing all these songs about how much these guys are great heroes but it turns out they're all just pieces of shit and it's really good it's a lot of fun in the art spectacular i feel like there's enough uh literature and stories written about deals with devil that you just know better yeah yeah, but I mean, this is set in an off-world before all those stories were written. Oh, no, but, yeah, I guess that's it's way true. back in the past. Well, uh, this would be the first story about it. The author is Philip Kennedy Johnson, and the oh PKJ. Yeah, do you know? Nope. Okay, he's pretty good. Uh, and then Ricardo Federci is the I artist. So, I wish I would have just made up some stuff that he had dude, done I, in the past, dude. and you'd have bought in. Oh, oh PKJ. Did, you, know you know why I I picked this up because he did that. He did the uh, first run of the aliens. Oh yeah, and you finished that, right? I did finish. It was fine. Yeah, he's got another book I want to watch called uh, Smoke or read called Smoke Town. <laughs> he's got another book I want to listen to. Read called. Smoke I watched Town. the trailer. It looked good. Yeah, it sounded great, dude. Don't Oh, that's funny, but, like, Marvel puts out those trailers for your comics. You know, like, so you're playing right into my hand. (laughs) It's Um, never made me want to read a comic book. I'll tell you, uh, one of the things I want to talk about and throw it to Missy, and again, uh, we know... The there's you a, coming out to tell us you're pro Putin? Yeah, <laughs> God, man, I tell you, I, yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I, know. I don't want to get into it. It's so it's so ridiculous. What a what a piece of shit. Uh, this won't air in Russia. There goes our uh, half, damn it. half our demographic. Uh, no, so we know how the quality has dropped over the years, and there's this great story written about when Carl died on The Walking Dead. How ratings have oh, I thought you were talking about this podcast since yeah, <laughs> since then. Uh, but we're still going to finish it. You know, this is the yeah. last half of yeah. the last season has started. There's like 15 episodes, right? Uh, I don't know. We're two episodes into part two of the last half of the last season, and I can tell you without a doubt right now. Um, this is the absolute worst this show's ever been. <laughs> it is so bad. And I get the Commonwealth, and I get, I know they're comic, they, they were in the comics, um, but I don't remember them being so stupid in the comics. It's yeah. so bad right now. But I'm like, and even Missy, after every week, she well, that was a weird episode. It just feels weird. I'll tell you what it feels, it feels wrong. Yeah. It just, the whole thing feels wrong. And I don't suggest it. I'd like to hear uh, Michael Schilling's take on it. I'm sure. Yeah, because he's still die hard, right? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen one of his uh, Z-Man shows. I haven't seen pop up on it. I've watched, uh, he did a trailer on some others. He takes some weird takes on things sometimes. 
Well, he's a black Republican. What are you going to do? Yeah, he himself true. is a weird take on life. Yeah. And he's a great dude. I mean, don't pigeonhole him like that. <laughs> well, he was a Trump supporter. Yeah, that is true. Vocal. I mean, don't throw him out like that. Maybe he's not anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. That was pre-insurrection. That could have been. I don't know. Uh, he's a great guy, though. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, no, I don't know that I even have anything else. I, I can tell you, I talked about earlier, like maybe we'll try to do this game episode. Uh, if not, I'd like us to get a comic book episode in. Cause yeah, I'm done. For, uh, you know, I'd like to do one of those a month. I I like it when we read the same book, though, so pick a book. All right, and I'll, I'll pick a book. Uh, I would... I would say Last Guy, but it's 12 issues. It's 436 pages. You know what? We'll we'll pick something completely different. Pick something tighter. Yeah, something different that we've all not read. We'll see if there's something that we've all not read. We'll yeah. do it and see what we think of it. Um, the only other thing I have is Rachel and I finished C Season 2 last night. Oh, I told you, man. Dude, I, I got to be honest. If you put both seasons together back to back, that's a 4.5. It's, it's a good solid show. And does, it not, does he not get better as the show goes on? He really does. Like the hobble and everything. And then, that uh, fucking fight with Batista at the yeah. end was awesome. And Batista. <laughs> and now, also... Now, spoiler warning for everybody because we're going to have to go deep. Now, and I'm gonna, we're going to keep this short. We don't. The show's over. We're almost done. But those little fucking sneaky, quiet people, when they get into a village where everybody can see, they're yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, got yeah, major yeah, yeah. fucked in that. But, like, Little Lion becomes a fucking badass. That was great. God, uh, how much more do you hate the queen? Ah, oh, dude, it's good. What a whore. Ugh. And also, how much would you be mad at yourself because you would sleep with her? I wouldn't. You would too. No, it screws me up. That's the way she makes you pray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Much on her carpet. That, that <laughs> but she creeps me out, man. And her voice is weird. It's a great actress, man. I've never, I don't know. I don't know what she else is. she's done. I don't know what else she's been in, but, but she. I tell you this, Jason Momoa deserves an, uh, a, a, yeah. a Golden Globe nomination for this yeah. show. Uh, it is very good and very fun. And it only takes about an episode and a half to get past the fact that, like, they ever get anywhere blind yeah or <laughs> i don't mind that because you know they do adapt after a thousand years they yeah that's it. what i'm saying my thing is how they build stuff that functionally look like our houses today yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean they did they show a little bit of that and they got the ropes and everything but i mean no no like, they just the way they build them like yeah. there's aesthetically pleasing in some builds yeah. and they look like our houses why would they look like it would be the most functional builds like you wouldn't have rounded gables and stuff like that yeah. you know like and also like when you're like attacking a town or whatever and you're sneaking in to take out a king you know in the show it's two minutes but i mean is it 45 minutes are you stumbling into the wrong fucking room <laughs> no, forever no doubt, no doubt. Like, <laughs> well they hear so good Still, like, if everybody's asleep, does the king yeah. snore differently? You know? Yeah, it's, but I tell you this, it's a great it's show. Great. I love it's the show. Great. Yeah, so. And the set pieces are gorgeous. Yeah, it, it, everything about it's cool, man. Yeah, it is really, really cool. It's definitely worth watching. You should watch it if you haven't. Um, that's 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 all I got. I don't have anything else either. Yeah. I'm going to have one more beer and call it a night. I'm going to finish this one. Uh, well, then let's just get out of here. Say bye. All right, bye. Well, Hold on your butts. I was going to say, I thought you, you almost ruined it. You almost went with uh, Jay's bye-bye. That music's fun, by the way.